Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It is a pleasure to be here with you as always, and I hope wherever you're tuning into from today that you are having a beautiful day. So everybody, I want to fill you all in on something that I just discovered about myself today, and that is as I was unpacking, I realized that I have actually been living in a suitcase for the last six months. I can't even believe it because I didn't realize that this was the case until today. So as some of you know, I've recently just landed in Sydney and I've been setting up my home. It's the same home I lived in five years ago before I left Sydney to move to London. And so six months ago, I left London to move to Sydney, but I've been on a bit of a detour since then. So I left and went to Bali first for a month. Then I went to Sydney. I only ended up staying for about two months and I wasn't based in one place in that whole time. And then I moved to Cambodia for about three months and now I'm just back in Sydney and I'm finally unpacking. And it's also kind of strange because I've had different things over in my home in Cambodia and I had different things over the last four years in London. And this is the first time that I've had all of my things from my life in Sydney, all of my things from my life in London, and all of my things from my life in Cambodia, all in the one place. So I've had so much fun, which I've been sharing over on Instagram stories, unpacking everything because it really feels like I'm learning all of these things about myself again. It's like all of these different times in my life meeting at once. And as I open up my boxes, I always feel like I'm opening up a gift. I love unpacking. I always have. I've, I have moved a lot throughout my life. We used to move all the time. My dad felt like it was a fresh start. And so I, by the time I was 20, I had lived in over 20 places. And so I, I became quite a hoarder as as a result of that movement. However, over the last, probably the last five years, as I've been doing all of this self-discovery work, I've become much more of a minimalist and I have culled and gotten rid of a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And it feels so good as I've set up this home to feel like everything has been really intentionally selected. And while I have gotten rid of a small bag or, you know, small compared to some of the bags of clothing I've gotten rid of before, I felt really good because I didn't need to get rid of many things. And in fact, we've actually had to buy a couple of things, which we've been trying to just do slowly so that we can, you know, find the right pieces that we really like. And also we're in a bit of a state of transition again, because we don't know whether we're going to be staying in Sydney for good, if we're going to be here for a few months, a few years. So it's this really interesting time, but I had not appreciated that I'd actually been living out of a suitcase for six months and I hadn't even noticed. And I think that's because, you know, I was able to live in places where I got to set myself up. And that has been something I've been doing really intentionally because personally, I don't know about you, but I absolutely despise living out of a suitcase. Like I do not like needing to go through a suitcase every single day to find what I'm looking for. I can never find it. I don't like, I like having things in places. And so what I've been doing as a traveler, even if I go away for just a week or a weekend, the first thing I do to set myself up intentionally and therefore feel organized and at home, no matter what space I'm living in, is I go in and I unpack all of my things and I put them in places that have been intentionally placed, right? I decide this is the place for this thing. This is the place for that thing. 
And not only is it really fun, but it really makes you feel at home no matter where you are. And so I just wanted to share this with you all today because some of you might be living in a state of transition and flux like I have. And I've really, I think it's a testament to how at home I felt and how calm and peaceful and centered I have felt despite all of the changes in my outer environment. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not stressed on some level because movement and new environments, they do stress us, like they stress us physically in our body because we're like absorbing this new environment that we don't know. And right now I have a little bit of a cold, but I think that's probably more just a result of being on a really cold plane for a lot, for a long time and, you know, people being sick around me and all of that, I feel like this will just pass very quickly. But as for moving and feeling at home, setting up your space intentionally, even if you're only staying there for a short amount of time, really does ease that transition and I think also alleviate some of that stress. So I didn't plan on talking about this with you all today, but here we are. I hope that someone benefits from it. And so now I just want to say again, a big welcome to today's episode. We're going to talk about a topic that is relevant for all of you who are in business, but it's also relevant for all of you who are not in business. So the topic we're talking about today is all about intentional time. So I guess it's kind of related that I was talking about intentionally setting up your space. Now I want to talk about how to invest more time in you and create more time in your life and therefore more space through intentional time management. And the reason we're going to talk about this topic today is because one of the biggest complaints I hear from people and reasons for not moving forward on the things that we want to do is that I don't have enough time, whether that's in relation to your business or whether that's in relation to something else you want from your life and that you're desiring, this is the biggest objection we make to ourselves. I don't have enough time. And sadly, the more that we think this thought that I don't have enough time, the more we create the evidence of that. So actually thinking you don't have enough time creates less time in your life than if you said to yourself, I have plenty of time to do the things that I want to do. Now, equally, Time is a finite resource, which means that we have a certain amount of it and we get to spend that in a way that we either enjoy spending it, so intentionally, or in a way that we don't enjoy spending it, or in a way that is completely unintentional. And that's where we feel like everybody else is taking a piece of us and our time, but we don't have anything left over for ourselves. And when we're in that state, which so many of us have experienced or are experiencing right now, we don't and aren't able to show up in our power in the world. We certainly don't show up in that inspired creative energy that we need in order to be able to make a contribution in the world. So I wanted to deal with the topic of time because I feel that this is an area where I have made some really huge changes over the last four years, especially as I've been starting my business and learning how to use my time intentionally and really interested in freedom. And so for me, freedom is created in the my ability to be able to choose how and on what I spend my time on. And so there's two parts to today's conversation that we're going to talk about. We're going to look at how we actually spend our time right now and also how we're currently wasting our time because there are lots of ways that we're actually wasting time every single day, either doing things that we don't love, but also on other ways that we don't realize is actually wasting our time. We Like if you ask yourself, what did you do today? These would be the things that you just don't think of. And they're really, really important because we actually spend so much time doing these things and they are a complete waste of our time, meaning we don't need to be doing them. They don't offer any value to our lives. So I really want to share these with you today with the intention that you're able to walk away 
doing a review of how you're spending your time, what what you want to change and what you can change, which by the way is everything, and also how you can create more time and space in your life and in your business by not doing these things that we're going to talk about. So before we dive into today's episode, I also want to remind you that if you are wanting to join Create Your Beautiful Biz, it is my online group coaching program for people who want to make a difference and thrive in business. I teach you everything you need to know to be successful as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and it's the perfect program if you're a coach, a healer, a creative, an online teacher, or an artist, an illustrator, or a woman in business. I teach how to design a business on your terms to support you as a woman in business, as a heart-centered entrepreneur, using my feminine essence framework, the power of your cycle, and taking you through all of the practical, all of the mindset and everything else you need to know in order to be successful in business. So if that is something that you would love to find out more about, please head to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash CYBB. You can actually enroll into the program at any time. It's designed to complete over 12 weeks, but you get lifetime access. But the reason that you would want to join now today, if you're listening to this episode as it airs, is that we are holding a 12-week live intake of the program for 2020, which means we'll have six group coaching calls. And our first one is coming up this week on Thursday, the 13th of February, which means that you can do the program with me running the program live and with the Create Your Beautiful Biz community also doing the program with you. And then you'll have these live group coaching calls that you can join as we go through the program together. So definitely check that out. All the details are at LetitiaRinch.com forward slash CYBB, and we would love to see you there. All right, let's dive into today's topic all about intentional time. So the first thing that I want you to think about is actually what are you spending your time on today? Now, a lot of us do not track our time. We don't look at what we're actually spending our time on. And so one of the best exercises I did before I was looking to start my business, because I had that same fear, I thought, I've got a job, I have all of these other life things to be doing, I don't have the time to start a business. And but I was so serious about starting my business and moving into a life that I, the life that I really wanted that I actually thought, okay, something needs to change. And one of the exercises I did is I actually looked at, well, in a week, how much time do I actually have? Like 24 hours times seven. And then I looked at what am I currently spending my time on? And so I started to realize like, okay, you know, I spend it on sleeping. I spend it on getting ready. I spend it on hanging out with friends. I spend it on being hungover at that time. Not anymore. I spend it on this and that. And so I started to list all of these things down and ask myself, is that actually what I want to be spending my time on? And really importantly, do I like the proportion of my time that I'm spending on that activity? So for instance, with me, I realized I spent so much of my spare time outside of work socializing with other people. So I was at work all day talking to other people and being around other people. And then I spent almost all of my free time except for sleeping and getting ready with other people around me. And while I love socializing, I love hanging out with my friends, I realized that proportionately that was not how I wanted to be spending my time. I would be satisfied spending my time with a few hours every couple of days or each week socializing with the people that I love to be around. And then that would actually create all of this other time that I could use to spend on my business and doing other things that I really was craving for myself. So it's not only just a question of what are you doing that you don't enjoy doing or using your time on that doesn't need to be there, but also what are you doing and what proportion of time are you spending on that activity? And then the next question is of those things that you are spending your time on, if you don't enjoy doing them, 
but they are things that you must do. Like for instance, for me, it was going to work. Are there ways to leverage that time? So for me on my travel or my commute in and from my job, I realized that was the perfect time for me to be, I could either run home or I could walk, which meant that I got movement in and I could also listen to a podcast or a course. And so that is where I spent all of my time every single day. My walk to and from work was like half an hour each way. I used that to listen to a podcast episode or to listen to a course. And so that was really awesome because I felt like I was buying that time back for myself. It also meant getting ready in the morning. I also listened to a podcast or I listened to a course. And so that way I was getting ready, but I was also doing something. It meant at lunchtime, I could then go and meet people during my lunch hour rather than using it by, you know, continuing to work through my lunch break or using it in a way that didn't feel really meaningful. Suddenly I used it, okay, that would be a great time to see people. Or perhaps I would go for a walk or go to the gym and then get that movement in for the day. And so that felt really intentional. And then it meant when it comes to work, which I didn't want to be at, there were other adjustments I could make to make that working day more meaningful and enjoyable for myself. So I'd ask myself, like, how could I make the day more fun? And it might mean that I'd listen to music. I used to listen to affirmations. I would have, you know, more conversations with people during the day, take more breaks, take uh, mindful minutes in the bathroom. When I went, I just escaped to the toilet and then just sit on the toilet and just breathe for a minute because there was nowhere else to like escape to. So there's also ways that you can leverage your time and make it more enjoyable with the tasks that you don't actually want to do. And then that means your time is spent more intentionally. So the first step is looking at how you actually spend your time now, what you're spending it on, and whether you can eliminate any of the things that you're spending your time on. Now, as you go through this, you're going to think that you need to do all of the things that you are doing, but you might still need to do all of the things that you are doing, but do you need to spend the amount of time that you are actually spending on them? That's the question to be asking yourself. And then the next part of this is to look at how much time you actually have in a week and then map out intentionally like you have a dollar amount. Like it's like, okay, so with a week, you've got uh, 24 hours times seven, whatever that equals. It's like saying, okay, I've got a thousand dollars here that I can spend each week. How do I want to spend it? But instead you have a, a time amount. You've got a number of hours. And so you ask yourself, how do I want to spend this intentionally? And you go shopping with it, right? So it's really fun. I love doing this. And so then you ask yourself, okay, so how many hours do I need for sleeping? How many hours do I need to be at work? How many hours do I need for movement? How many hours do I need for getting ready? How many hours do I need for eating? How many hours do I need for the other activities I have to do in my life to support myself? And then what's left over? And then you get an, an amount of time that is your free time or the time that you could be spending on your business. You also can have a look at all of those tasks that you're doing, how can I leverage any of those so I can actually create more time for myself in my life? And so here we're getting really realistic about what time we have. We're bringing awareness to how we've been spending it and we're building awareness and intention with how we actually want to spend that time. So now you'll have a really good idea of how your time is being spent and how you actually want it to be spent. And when I did this exercise, it was actually so empowering because I realized I had a lot more time when I intentionally spent my time uh, to spend it on my business and to spend it on the other things that I wanted to do to light myself up. So I, you know, didn't do as much socializing. I realized, you know, spending 15 hours a week or whatever on social activities, the the payoff for that, it, that was actually depleting me and it was taking away from the things that I needed to actually give myself that inspired energy. Now, it didn't mean spending no time socializing. As I said before, it just meant I needed to, to change the proportion of the amount of time I was spending doing that. Now, when I did this, I also realized I spent a lot of time not 
operating at 100% during the time I had available because I was dealing with silly hangovers, right? So it wasn't even like I was dealing at that time with really terrible hangovers like I used to when I used to drink too much all the time. Okay, well, not all the time, just like every weekend. Anyway, at that time when I did this exercise, I realized I was spending a lot of time where I wasn't operating at 100% because I was dealing with a little small niggling hangover, the kind that makes you then want to go and eat something greasy the next day or sit on the couch and watch Netflix and not do very much or just means that you don't make decisions that you would make if you were feeling your best. So I realized like that is how I'm spending and wasting my time and that's not the way that I want to be spending spending my time. I'm not spending it intentionally. And as you know, once you have the awareness, you have the power to be able to change. So even if you just go away and you just do this one task, you are going to create some really amazing changes in your life. Now, I hear you. There's going to be some of you saying, look, I'm doing this and every single moment of my time is being used. I don't see how I can create any more time and space. So where is this time going? Like, why does it take me so much longer to do some of these these things than I actually want to spend my time doing? And also, I just want to add that you I also suggest that you add in time for spontaneity as well, like time where you just don't have things allocated and it's just to do whatever you want because otherwise you will not feel free. And spontaneous time is so important, even if it is planned into your diary. Like one of my favorite things to do is just to have a spontaneous day built into my weekend or a spontaneous afternoon. And then I just go on an adventure day either by myself or with my partner Lou and we just go wherever we want without plans. And so when people ask me, am I free? And you feel obligated to say you are, I say, no, I'm not free. I've got plans. And if they ask me what I'm doing, I just say, I'm I'm just busy with other things. Like, you know, you don't need to account for your time. You can spend it in whatever way you want, even if it's to do nothing. Okay. So what are we wasting our time on then? Many of us feel like we're hustling so much. And then when we do an exercise like this, we actually see that, okay, all of our time is full, but it doesn't need to be so full. We could actually have all of these hours to be spending on our businesses and on the other activities that we would love to be spending our time on, even if it's resting and relaxing. So where is all of this time going? The reason it's hard to be aware of how we're wasting our time is because we're looking in the wrong places. The way that we waste our time, most of all, from what I have observed with so many of my clients and the people in my community and in my life, my friends, my family, and in my own life, of course, is that the primary place that we waste our time is within our own minds. And this is why it's so hard to be aware of it because our mind itself is the one wasting the time. Now, as I describe all of the ways we mindlessly waste time, you're going to immediately recognize this within yourself. But what is so fascinating is that we actually don't consider that the time we spend using our mind in this way or being distracted in this way is actually what is taking up the time in the first place, which is just so mind boggling. It's like, how could I have missed this? This is exactly the thought that went through my head when I recognized all of the ways that I waste my time. So before I go into this, with a lot of what I'm going to mention today, I do have to give credit to an amazing teacher of mine, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School podcast. She is a life coach in the US. She's absolutely incredible. I refer to her work all the time. She is the woman who first inspired me to Uh, understand that my thoughts create my emotions and also who helped me to stop over drinking. She also helped me to stop overeating. She's taught me so much that has been so helpful for my developing my skill as a life coach. And one of the things that she's helped me so much with in my business is in time management and understanding how I waste time. So I've got to give a big shout out to Brooke here because her work has helped me so much in being able to identify 
all of the ways that I'm wasting my time and therefore my energy in my life unintentionally. And so I'm going to be referring to Brooke and some of her terms here in this episode as we go through these. So how do we waste our time? Here are some examples. Worrying. We waste our time worrying about things that have not happened and most likely aren't going to happen. And worrying doesn't do anything to support or help us anyway, even if they do happen. Another way is we spend and waste time people pleasing. So doing things because we want to please other people and therefore we end up just showing up in the world, not in our truth, not in our inspired, most creative energy. And so then people get to know us in this way and then they begin to expect that we want to show up in this way when the whole time it's been a big lie. And so we've just wasted not only our time, but everybody else's. Now, please know, I know that this is a lot harder than simply not doing this because it's, uh, we've been programmed to do this, but it's a really interesting way to look at how we spend our time. It is a waste of not only our time, but also the other people's time. Because if we actually just declined and said, no, that's not what I'd like to do. We open up an opportunity and possibility for that person that you're declining to spend that time with someone else who actually is going to be lit up by whatever it is they're inviting you to do. So I really love this idea. And Brooke Castillo has a podcast episode where she referred to people pleasing being lying. And I've always loved that line. I, I've, it just made me shift so many things about my people pleasing behavior because I really realized for the first time that actually whenever I am people pleasing, I am lying and it's actually my fault because that person never gets to know the real me. I don't give them the opportunity to know the real me whenever I'm people pleasing. And this other part that I realized later on that, oh my gosh, who am I to take away this opportunity from someone else who is supposed to be here in my place who would actually get so much more from this situation than what I'm possibly going to be providing? Who am I to think that there isn't someone better out there for this opportunity? If I simply followed what I love and joy and, and am inspired, inspired by, which is all about creating a life that is beautiful, I could trust that if I'm not inspired to be there, then that is enough. So people pleasing is a big way that we waste our time and everybody else's. Another way that we waste our time is a concept that I call re-deciding. I'm going to do an episode all about this most likely in the future because it's really interesting, but this is a huge time suck. So what we do is we make decisions and then when we spend probably a lot of time making the decision and then we go back and redecide it. We say, oh, did I make the right decision? Do you think that? Oh, ooh, ooh. and we go back and forth. This is a huge one that I see among my clients and in business. I too have been done my fair share of redeciding and I still do it at times and have to catch myself, but it is a complete waste of time because what we do when we do that is we give the whatever we're deciding on all of the power rather than recognizing that the power is in our belief, right? So there's a million different options. You choose one, you believe it's going to work. It's going to work. Job done, decision made. But what we do is we self-sabotage by saying, oh, have I made the right decision? And then you don't show up committed to anything. And then you will always confirm that it's the wrong decision, even though the decision doesn't matter in the first place. And this is amazing. It's what I've witnessed when it comes to our websites, when it comes to our pricing, our offers, our niches, our soulmate client our, or our ideal client avatars. None of that stuff matters. We just have to pick something and move forward with it. And that's why in Create Your Beautiful Biz, I get people to just to pick one thing in these different areas within our business that we spend so much time thinking about. We just pick it because it doesn't really matter. And that's why I love the process I've created with Create Your Beautiful Biz. It's why we move through everything so quickly because so many of us and you waste so much time trying to perfect your decisions when there isn't a perfect decision in the first place. 
That's right. There's not one strategy that's just going to uh, make it, going to change everything for you in your life. There's not the perfect social media platform. There's not the perfect medium. There's not the perfect niche. There's there's nothing perfect. There's not the perfect way to describe your offer. There is you picking something and believing in it 100% and moving forward from that place of commitment. And this is why commitment is so important. And especially for all of us freedom lovers like me who think committing is actually eliminating our freedom. It's not. It's creating more freedom for you because you stop wasting your time in indecision or more annoyingly in redecision, which is a big way that I was uh, wasting my time. Okay. So another way that we waste our time is through procrastinating. We all have different ways that we love to procrastinate. I always like to ask, what's your favorite way to procrastinate? I like to procrastinate through not deciding on things, or I I used to love doing that. I also love to procrastinate by watching Netflix or eating chocolate or eating chips in the past. So that's a way that I would love to procrastinate. And I would do that to avoid what I actually needed to do. Or I would do that to avoid feeling feelings that were uncomfortable for me. Now, this is what Brooke Castillo refers to as buffering. Buffering is is a, is a term that she uses and I absolutely love it. And I use it. I say to myself, that's just me buffering or you're just buffering. It's a really beautiful term. And what she means by this is buffering is what we do when we're trying to escape feeling. So rather than feeling a feeling that we feel will be uncomfortable, what we do instead is we buffer. We, tr- we try to distract our mind's attention from that feeling so that we don't need to feel it. And we do this like unconsciously because we believe it's going to escape, it's going to escape the pain, but what it actually does is it just prolongs it because the pain, the emotion that we're escaping from never actually is able to be released. The way that we release an emotion is by feeling it. It's by experiencing it. So we have to be able to feel and give our emotions space to be felt so that they can like a wave wash over us and then pass. But what we do is we say, hey, that's too painful. I don't want to go there. So I'm going to avoid it. And instead of doing that, I'm going to go do these other things mindlessly, usually, so that I can avoid feeling. Now, we all buffer in different ways. It's probably very similar to the way you like to procrastinate on the things that you actually want to be doing that you aren't. The difference between procrastination and buffering here is procrastination is when there's something you want to do. And instead of doing that you go and do something else, right? And so buffering is about when when we there's something we need to feel, but we don't want to feel it, we go and do something else. So they're very similar in that way. And the way that you like to procrastinate is probably your chosen poison when it comes to buffering. So some of the popular ways to procrastinate or buffer are eating, socializing, watching TV, consuming, scrolling, shopping, drinking alcohol. And, you know, if it's, if you spend your time or avoid, like also overworking is one too. Now, the way that you can decide whether something is beneficial and supportive of you or not, because some of these things, you know, we do need to do, we do need to socialize, we do need to eat, it's fine to watch TV, it's fine to shop, it's fine to go and consume content and to scroll on social media. So how do we know when it's not right? The way that we know it's not right is when it's not supportive of us. And this is where the overconsumption comes in. When we do it in order to escape a feeling, it's always just prolonging the feeling, which means that we just end up wasting our time because we're ultimately going to need to feel the feeling eventually anyway, and we end up just making it even bigger. So what we do is we overeat to stuff down and not to feel. We overdrink in order to not feel. We depend on 
being around other people all of the time in order to not feel we watch countless hours of TV when if we just spent the amount of time we actually needed that would be supportive of us, we would be able to support ourselves and equally not waste more time just trying to buffer or procrastinate, which ultimately stops us from doing the things we want to do and from feeling the way that we want to feel. So there is procrastination and buffering. I might do a separate episode on buffering in the future. Now, another way we waste time is through what Brooke Castillo calls indulgent emotions. I love this term because she talks about it as the mind indulging on these emotions in the same way that we overindulge on food or alcohol, right? So there's a certain amount that we need to be satisfied and then anything above that is overindulgence. We do this in order to usually escape feeling or um to self-sabotage and stop us from doing the things that we actually want to do, which usually ironically are the things that would actually move us forward in the biggest possible way to the life that we want to create, like starting a business. So indulgent emotions, examples of those are doubt, confusion, overwhelm, worrying, which we spoke about before. And so basically, Brooke says none of these have a purpose in our life, like spending time being in doubt or spending time feeling confused or feeling overwhelmed or worried never is adding anything to your life. There's not a moment where doubting yourself is worthwhile, where feeling confused is worthwhile or feeling overwhelmed is worthwhile. And so this is why she calls them indulgent emotions. So it'd be really fun for you to look at all of the times that you spend in doubt or in confusion or in overwhelm or in worrying, because that is a huge way that we waste time. I certainly have been guilty of this. Another way we waste time, and this is a really big one, is overthinking things, overanalyzing. Now, Some of my clients, I get them to do a test before they start working with me. One of those tests is Gretchen Rubin's expectancies test. And it's all about the way that you deal with inner and outer expectations. And so many of my clients will, their primary uh, way that they deal with expectations is the questioner. And what this means is that they question all expectations, whether they're from someone else or internally from themselves. And what can happen to questioners or people who have questioning uh, the questioner tendency as their secondary tendency is that they get stuck in over analyzing. They get stuck in like researching what would be the best possible course of um, action here. What's the best way of doing this? And they spend so much time trying to perfect and overanalyze the expectation when some expectations that we place on ourselves aren't that important. We just need to make a decision so that we can move forward. And so this is the same sort of concept here. There are many things in our life where we don't need to spend the amount of time that we spend thinking about the decision that we're making. We just need to make a decision and move forward. So are you overthinking things in your life? Are they adding value to you by thinking about them or are they actually taking away from your beautiful, precious, but also abundant time available? Another way that we waste time is thinking I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time means that we fall into scarcity and then we usually start acting from a place of urgency and desperation and lack and we start doing things that we otherwise wouldn't if we were focused and on the task at hand. So thinking I'm running out of time, even though it might be true, often is just like a way of filling your time. You're sitting there thinking I'm running out of time, which is then going to make you take actions that aren't actually supportive of where you go. So it's better for you to think that I'm focused and I'm committed. I have plenty of time to get what I need to done and I'm going to get it done within the time that I have. That would be a more supportive thought than I'm running out of time. It's going to come from a place of abundance. It's also going to be factually correct and it's going to get you to move forward in the way that you want to move forward. Another way we waste time is by not making a decision and 
being a perfectionist about the decisions we make or just being a perfectionist in general. Many of my clients will not release any content to their community because of this problem with perfectionism. They believe that they have to make it perfect before they will share their content, share a post, share a podcast, a blog, share an offer, launch an offer. They believe that they cannot do it until it's perfect. And the 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 sad fact about this is that it will never be perfect, which means that as as long as we keep moving forward with this belief that it has to be perfect, it means that no one gets served and they don't get to share their message with the world. Interestingly, so much of what we put out there is not going to be seen in a couple of days or a week, especially our posts on Instagram and Facebook. So we spend all of this time trying to perfect a post that's going to get very little engagement in just a couple of days or a week. And so you have to ask yourself, what time is worth spending on that? And that's why when it comes to social media and being on these uh, social media platforms, We have to put limits on how much time we spend actually creating that content because we actually don't end up serving anyone if we keep trying to be perfect. And actually, this is a concept that I also learned from Brooke Castillo. She calls it the uh, the B minus or the B plus. She says a B minus might actually save someone's life, but an A plus, which is perfection that most of us are striving for, usually doesn't because the work never goes out there because the perfectionist won't let that work go out there. So also a really interesting way to look at perfectionism it's a waste of your time. Another way that we waste our time is doing things that we don't want to do or is not high on our priority list. Now, in order to know what is a priority or what we want to do, sorry, in order to not do the things that we don't want to do and and in order to know what is a priority, you have to ask yourself, what are my priorities? Like, what do I want to prioritize in my life right now? And if you are in business, one of your priorities needs to be your business and it needs to constantly be your business, as well as your health and as well as any other areas in your life that are priorities. But without it being a priority, you will not succeed in business. And I can tell you that for an absolute fact. I'm actually blown away by how many people think that they can be successful in business without doing very much or without committing to the business, without being fully immersed with their full energy behind the business. It's just not possible. And actually, it's not respectful of what you're creating, right? The A, a business, uh, like I, I'm very passionate about this because I want you to know that what I've created has not come from not doing things, right? From not being fully behind my business. I spent a lot of time nurturing this business and this community that I have created. And that is because it requires that level of commitment. Any amazing relationship in your life will only be created in a way that feels amazing and feels really worthwhile because of the amount of time and dedication and energy you put into it. So if you're someone who wants to go into entrepreneurship because you think it's going to be a quick win, you're setting yourself up for failure. You need to go in because you seriously want the freedom to create on your terms because you want to use your unique gifts and because you want to make a difference doing something within an area that you are actually interested in and love. Now, another way that we waste our time is by not being present and focusing. You've heard about multitasking. It just doesn't work. If you're going to be doing a million things at once, do it because it's something that you don't really care about putting the quality in. Like for instance, perhaps it's at work and you're doing something quite mundane in your day job, you know, put on some music in the background or put on a podcast while you're doing it. That's fine. But don't do that for the things that are really important, like working on your business or socializing with a friend. Like if you're going to have that connection, be fully present there while you're doing it so that you can really make the most of what you've got right in front of you. (laughs) 
And one final example, I'm sure we could find many more if we kept looking, but a final example of a way that we waste our time is when we don't work with our energy and with our strengths. So for instance, I do a lot of work around working with our cycle as women. So this is your hormonal cycle. So working with your physical energy. If you're constantly trying to push yourself to the point of burnout during your inner winter, for instance, so in the menstrual cycle, this is when a woman is experiencing menstruation. If you're trying to schedule all of these outward activities during that time, you're actually going to burn yourself out during your inner winter, which is then going to mean that your the capacity that you have to operate on throughout the rest of your cycle is going to be depleted. So your 100% might actually look like 70% or even worse, 50% because you haven't used your energy in a way that works for your energy throughout your natural cycle. This is why I'm so passionate about teaching women and people in general to learn how to work with their energy and their cycle because you provide, you create more time for yourself by learning how to work with it. This is the same as if during your inner summer, which is the peak of ovulation for a woman who is experiencing her menstrual cycle, if you try to socialize and you try to do all of the outward yang activity during that time, you also don't respect the the fact that your energy does have a limit on it. And so although you can and you feel like you can do it all at that time, you still need to bring it back so that you're not trying to use all every single bit of energy you have, and then therefore causing burnout during the rest of your cycle. Now we can think about this in a similar way when it comes to working with your strengths. If you do not enjoy doing certain things in your business or your work or your life, and then you, but you're forcing yourself to do them and someone else could be doing it a lot better, or you could simply pay for someone else to do it, then I am a big proponent of doing that. For instance, I hate cleaning. I don't enjoy it. I'm not good at it. I've never been good at it. And so I pay for a cleaner. Even when I was starting my business and not earning an income, I paid for a cleaner to clean my house so that I could focus on the things that only I could do and were my strengths and energize me rather than forcing myself to spend my time in ways that drain me that I'm not good at and that I could pay someone else to do who would actually then I'd be supporting someone else to do something that they're good at and enjoy doing, hopefully. So you want to think about this across your business and your life too. How are you wasting your time? Where could you be outsourcing? And an example of where you might be wasting your time if you are in business is like what I was doing, which was reading every single book, listening to every single podcast, listening to every single course, trying to work it all out, especially using free resources on how I could be successful in business without actually getting myself the support that I needed, which was someone else who had been in business, who had done the things that I wanted to do and learning directly from them. And so that is one of the biggest reasons why I offer Create Your Beautiful Biz. It's to give you Like I've been in business for a few years now. I created a really successful business very early on. I've done all of the research. I know what it takes. And so I've put all of that into a program so that other people don't need to waste their time trying to figure it all out like I did. So look for where you can actually also buy more time for yourself because when you uh, feel like you're using your time intentionally doing things you love, you create more energy in your life, which means that you create more creative energy in your life, which means you show up in a higher vibration, which means you uplift all of the people around you, which means that your quality of life and the quality of life of the people around you are also elevated simply because you got really intentional with how you spend your time. You recognize that it is a finite resource and you recognize that it's finite just so you could be more aware and intentional with how you spend your time. 
So there you go, my friends. Here is our episode today on intentional time, how to invest more time in you and ultimately create more time for you. Make sure you look at how you're spending your time now. Make sure you look at how much time you actually have and how you want to be spending your time. And finally, make sure you start to bring awareness to all of the ways that you have been wasting your time. Now, some of you might think, okay, now I recognize myself and all of these things that you've been talking about. What do I do now? With the awareness, this will be enough for you to now recognize the next time you do it, you'll have a thought. You'll be like, oh, I'm worrying again. This is a waste of my time. And so that is an invitation for you to stop doing that and to use your time in a way that you actually want to use it. Now, when it comes to business, thinking about our niche, our offer, our PRISO, our bio, our opt-in, our funnel, planning, our website, our technology, so many of my clients waste their time overthinking on all of these, which is not going to be what creates a successful business. It's just not. I know I've personally experienced this. It's not what is going to be the difference between someone signing up to work with you and signing up to work with someone else. It's completely unrelated. And so if you would like to learn how to tick off all of the practical things you need to do in business in a really time efficient way and how to focus on the parts of your business that really, really do matter, like what you believe about yourself, then I invite you to come and join me and create your beautiful biz. We're now going through the 2020 live intake of the program. However, enrollment is open for good at this stage. I encourage you to join us now if you do want to join, though, because you have the benefit of the live group coaching calls happening between now and the end of April. So come over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB and make sure you sign up there or send me an email if you have any questions that aren't answered on that page. And otherwise, I look forward to each and every one of you creating more time in your life. Come over onto Instagram at Letitia Ringe. Share with me what has been resonating with you most from this episode. I love to hear. It also helps me know what information you all need more of. And yeah, let's hang out. I can't wait to see you over there. And please, if you haven't yet left a review as well, go over to iTunes and write a review for me. I'd love to read it. All right, everybody, have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll see you again in our next episode. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.